If you really are honest with yourself and you look in the mirror and you really, really be reasonable, you know we're better. Just, we're better than you. Yo, welcome back. Sorry we had to take a week off. Um, I wasn't feeling great. Um, and we had, you know, the Thanksgiving week coming up anyway. So y'all probably wouldn't go listen anyway. But <laughs> you got me optimistic. <laughs> I know. If you were and you missed us, man, we apologize. But we're back and we're still better than you. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all playing right now, right? Uh, yeah, we just got got done playing. We uh played uh you won University it? of Miami. Yeah, we beat we beat them by like 20, 22 points, something like that. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> that because first of all, our strength of schedule is not that great after we lost that Arizona game. So yeah. we kind of, I didn't really care whether y'all won or not, but I wanted it to be a competitive game. Y'all beating yeah. the shit out of them. Like, <laughs> that ain't good. No, it wasn't, it wasn't close at all. That ain't good uh, for us kinda, at all. Yeah, they kind of took their foot off the gas, too. Yeah, now and now I need UNC to, to do a little something, beat some people. Yeah, because y'all are playing what, Arkansas tomorrow? Bro, yeah. <laughs> and I have a feeling we not we not gonna be rewarded for beating them. No, you know if we beat them, we're not gonna be rewarded for that. So, yeah, I need someone to beat like a good top fifteen team that we're gonna play. So I was hoping, you know, at least Miami would be competitive. Um, if they weren't gonna beat y'all outright, but yeah, that's that's not good. No. Oh well. No. They yeah, they look kind of just overmatched. I, I don't think they have any big big men. It's just a bunch of guards and a couple of strong guys. And that's it. I don't yeah, they didn't look good at all. The first the first half was competitive. Oh, also uh DJ didn't <laughs> DJ Wagner didn't play the second half. He because uh I think he might have hurt his ankle or something like that. Uh oh, he hurt man. his ankle or something like that in the, in the first half. And then he went out and then they didn't need him to come back. So Oh shit. Okay. I hope he's all so right, man. Without him. Yeah, I hope so, too. That was the only thing I was concerned with. <laughs> I was yeah. like, we, we could lose this game. Is DJ all right? Is he walking around? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they had. They said he was on uh, the exercise bike. On that, so I think it's just okay. precautionary. So how are you feeling about your team in general? Like, especially coming off of, you know, top 20 win. Yeah, I think I'm feeling really good. The offense looks... It looks smooth, like uh, it looks like modern NBA basketball, where there's just a lot of there's no real plays. It's just <laughs> they're just moving around and uh, <laughs> trying to trying to take a lot of threes, <laughs> uh, trying to create space. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. Um, I'm not that big of a fan of modern NBA basketball, but hey, if it's working, we're putting up points. Uh, our defense is a little shaky though, um, but I'm just. You know, waiting to see what what we look like once we get some of our big men. I, I like the fact that we we have this first part of the season where we don't have any bigs, and so mm-hmm. then when we do actually get bigs, we can incorporate them, and we we know we could play two different ways if possible, uh, and we just have some versatility. So I'm feeling really good. I mean, these these are the most shooters we've ever had <laughs> in a, in a while. Uh, like Reed Shepard, he had five threes today. Okay. Uh, Dilly was two for two. <laughs> he had nine assists and no turnovers. I mean, yeah, Damn, not, pretty okay. good. Yeah, bro, he gone for sure. Like, yeah, he's not sitting around. He ain't trying to stay around. Yeah, I mean, like, it's all about being coachable. And he seems like, you know, like he's I said, in our right first things. show. The, yeah, our first show, like, we were, like, really curious to see if he was going to be – allow himself to be coached and get all of that trash out of the game, like all that extra stuff that he doesn't yeah. need. <laughs> like you got all the moves, you got a really high skill level, you're quick, 
Like you don't need to do all that extra shit. So no. Yeah, you know, nine assists are great, but the zero turnovers, like that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I was I was surprised to see that. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's that's what's gonna make a a scout's eyes pop. Yeah. Yeah, to watch that game and then the fact that he's hitting his threes too. Yeah. So watch that game and look at look at the stat sheet and be like, hmm, like I, he was good, but I didn't know he was that damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing. He's he's, he's creating his resume for the for the for the draft. And I yeah. ain't bad at it. Cool, cool. Well, I don't have I don't have too much on us, man. We we slogged through a win over uh, what was that like uh, Southern Indiana. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, not too impressed. I'm really worried about uh, not Jeremy Roach this time. Like, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy Roach yeah. seems to be like, hey, he's pretty, like, calm and collected and knows his limitations and is playing his role. Not too many, like, you know, Leroy Jenkins kind of forays into the season <laughs> defense. So... I'm I'm happy about this man, um, but I'm worried about Mark Mitchell, and mm-hmm. I don't expect too much out of Mark Mitchell, man. All I want is elite defense because he's capable of it. Um, like he's not super athletic, but he's like a tick above an average athlete, and he has like really good length, and he's capable of causing problems on defense and I just wish like that's what he would focus on because he seems to be trying to show too much of his offensive game right now and every time he does something like tries to like do a dribble move and I'm like who are you doing that for like you're not going any higher in the draft other than where you'll probably go (laughs) which is like end of the first if you're lucky but more than likely early second to mid second round like bro you're not going higher than that like stop trying to move up into the lottery it's not going to happen so I just want him to focus on defense people are saying like all the Duke fans on Twitter like it's his shot worse and I can say definitively it is worse His shot is flatter than ever. And, (laughs) bro, he need to get it together. Like, they say he messed around with the mechanics a little bit over the summer. Like, it's hard to, like, go back after you worked on it for three months. Yeah. But, look, something needs to change because it's flat as hell. Like, it is a, yeah. It just looked like he's throwing a frisbee into trying to throw a frisbee into the hoop. Like it's that flat. It just kind of sails straight towards the basket. No mm. arc at all. It's just ugly. And yeah, man, I'm just worried about it because he's gonna be in the way. Like, you know, yeah. he'll clog up the recruiting pipeline if he's not good enough to go. Yeah, so you don't want that. You don't you want that. Sit down with him. Right. So I'm looking at him and I'm like, yo, like you already had people trying to say Isaiah Evans was going to decommit once um Con Knipple um committed. So and then they're trying to bring an edge comb. So they're talking about Isaiah was leaving. There was talk that Khan was leaving. And those two went ahead and signed. But that can be undone. Because yeah. if Mark comes back, you definitely ain't getting edge cold because he didn't sign yet. No. I think we're still trying to get him to. <laughs> yeah. We're well, still circling the wagons. Bro, <laughs> well, that's part of the reason why he hasn't signed. Because there's so much up in the air with Duke as far as, like, who was actually leaving. Um, the only two surefire departures are Flip and Proctor. That's it. Yeah. 
those two are going to be mid to late lottery. That's it. Those are the only two that, that'll leave. Um, and then Roach, what scares me about him is he has his COVID year still. Really? How? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I thought he was gone. I said, damn, he got a COVID year. Like, bro, I was scared, scared when I learned this. I just found this out like the other day. I was on the Duke board. And they was like, well, you know, Roach might be back. And I said, oh, my God. Or he might transfer. And I'm like, good, go ahead and transfer because that's a two-for-one deal. First of all, you're out of the way on, like, the active roster. And then I don't have to worry about claiming you when you don't make it to the NBA. Like I can say, I can say, hey, you know, look, he played for St. John's or whoever. Like that's Patino's fault. Yeah, you know, I mean? like, yeah, or yeah, he can come home and and you know try to revitalize the program because I will damn sure put him on Georgetown. I will proudly be like, yeah, that's Georgetown problem. That's another one they didn't get to the pros. A five star guard. Didn't get him to the pros. Disgusting. But um <laughs> but yeah, man, like, so I'm 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 a little worried, man. Like our 2024 class is not settled yet. We got five signees, and we have this one kid who honestly, man, I know I know Connor's the prize, but VJ Edgecombe is talented, dog. Like he yeah. is good. He yeah. is good, man. Like he got that, you know what I mean? Like he don't have a lot of bullshit in his game. Like he is a certified nah. bucket bucket. You know what I mean? Like he goes gets buckets, man. Yeah. So every time I'm watching highlights, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to know my team. We need that. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> He, got, he is a certified three-level scorer. Like, he for real. His shot pretty. His handle is just low and efficient. He bouncy. I'm like, damn, he good. And then it's like, just, not even just for college. It'll, it'll, you can see how it will translate <laughs> in the NBA. You're like, oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> look, look, I'm pathetic. That's how I look at every 15-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I'm not thinking about college. I'm like, oh, is he going to be a good – like, what? what's his body going to eventually be when he's 25 years old? That's all I'm thinking about. That's why I was so in love with Derrick Lively. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't wait to <laughs> – I was like, he's going to be a good pro. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if he can't score five points at Duke. I'm like, he's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like <laughs> – you see it. It's just like just put them with some some guards and right. And just take it away from them. Right. The double double. But yeah, man. So you know the team is okay, man. We'll I'll learn more tomorrow. Um, and then after we play Arkansas, we have like a month of pretty close to a month of not playing anyone good until we play um, Baylor. So oh, okay, and then and then you know, in between now and then, I hope Baylor beats some good people. <laughs> like hopefully, excuse me. Yeah, we yeah we have a little bit of a uh, a lull too. We play a couple UNC, I don't know Wilmington. I don't know what this W is for. I'm not looking it up. And we play Penn, <laughs> and then and then we play UNC on the 16th. I'm not looking up the W. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like <laughs> what. Western oh, Barrow, I don't God, care. Man. It don't matter. We, we are terrible, dude. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't even know the half. Today, I was uh, <laughs> when I was looking to watch uh, the game against Miami. I was expecting to see Leonard Hamilton. I was like, <laughs> Leonard Hamilton still going to? <laughs> I was like, oh, is, is Leonard alive? <laughs> oh, <he's> a... <laughs> nah, man. He coaches Larry Nager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found that out. Oh, like, oh man. okay. Nah, yeah, Leonard, Leonard's been at FSU for a minute. <laughs> yeah, then I looked, I was like, damn. Was he ever at my hand? Oh, like, oh my yeah, God. he was, okay. Bro, we suck, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. But um but yeah, man. How about, um, how about recruiting? Any other recruiter news tweet? Oh man, like dude, I don't know if you saw me tweet, but Duke fans are scared to death of this uh Miami visit that the Boozer kids had. Um because <laughs> they had an interview with either either Travis Branham or Eric Boss. I forgot whose byline uh-huh. it was, but someone wrote about the visit and just updating their recruiting in general. And they quoted them on the Miami visit and they were like, Oh, it was great. Like we have a great relationship with the staff and oh man, the camaraderie with the players is like crazy. And they got to Duke, and they was like, "Yeah, it was a it was a great visit. Um, you know, we have a pretty good relationship with like the coach. Like, mainly the visit was uh really uh, nostalgic for our mom because she went there too, which she didn't. Like, I looked at that quote, I'm like, she didn't go to Duke. Like, I knew she went to NC <laughs> State like back then, because I remember when Booze was dating her. I was like, you know, <laughs> like because she played like volleyball or something." Okay, and I remember seeing a picture of them. Like I don't know whether it was when he was drafted or like leading up to the draft, but I remember her name is Cece. I think mm-hmm. like it's short for something. But I was like, oh, hey, Boo's girlfriend, like you know, she attractive or whatever. So I knew of their mom, and I read that quote. I was like, she ain't going no fucking Duke. Like that's that's a lie. But I think the kids like were just kind of misquoted um, because they know their mom didn't go to Duke. But I think they were just talking about she's from that area. She went down in the research triangle like she went to school there. I think that's what they meant. So anyway, the kids were like, you know, kind of lukewarm on Duke as far as like quotables. But they were raving about Miami and all the Duke fans just scared to death. Like, oh, my but God. Is that, is that where they grew up? They grew up in Miami, I think. They grew up in Florida. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, saying. like, because at some point, her and Booze, like, divorced when they were younger, and I think she took them to live in Florida. Mm. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, apparently, she's running the recruitment. Um, And so, yeah, Duke fans are just scared, and I'm just like, if they want to go to Miami with nothing around them and be sorry, that's how I feel. You know, you know how we are. <laughs> yeah, it's like also oh, you're not that serious about basketball, <laughs> right? All the time, <laughs> exactly. Like you're not serious about basketball. Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm like, if you want to just throw like trash on your father's legacy, where he won a national championship and that set him up to have generational wealth to support you two and you want to throw it away. <laughs> I was like, I will be on them forever, but I'm not worried about it because I just think it's going to win out. I just think it's, yeah. you know, kids do this thing now where the worst thing in and recruiting is for everyone to know where you're going which mm-hmm. is why I was so mad about Cooper uh, indulging like the the Yukon shit, and I'm like, you know, you're not going to Yukon. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, they like you, most of most of them know well before they, yeah. they try to play it up. Like uh, I just decided today. Nah, you know, yeah, bro. And I'm like, you're just trying to throw everyone off the scent because you want to have a little bit of suspense in your recruitment, which I don't fault you for, but. Bro, like everyone knows, like you gave it away when you were like 14, 15. So when yeah. you turn 16, 17, don't try to don't try to play the big boy game and be like, yeah, we don't know, like, you know, I'm handling this recruitment, you know, professionally, blah, blah, blah. Like, no. When you were a lot, a lot less jaded, you let us know your favorite program was Duke and there's no use in lying and saying oh you're from the New England area you like UConn too you don't stop yeah <laughs> stop it and that's how I feel about the boozers like if y'all don't cut this bullshit out like 
you're you're playing with the emotions of older gentlemen who will have a heart attack if they think you're going somewhere else other than do. And I'm I mean that quite literally. Some dudes yeah. will die. They'll lose, they'll lose their mind. That should be that should be your pitch. I should get you on there. You want to kill someone? Like, bro, like these older like Duke fans, like they call them Iron Dukes who like give to the program and like uh-huh. you know, like like rich older dudes who like support the program, whatever. Man, they had me dying laughing, man. They were on the Duke board, like, if John loses this recruitment, it'll take all the steam. That we had going out after getting getting caught in her and blah blah. I was like, shut up. Shut you up. Calm <laughs> down. Like, take a breath, bro. Yeah. Like, we're not gonna lose them. Just chill. That that's why I was so upset when uh Kentucky fans were even indulging, like, yeah. Could we get the boozers? I was like, you cannot. <laughs> Their dad is Carlos. Boozer, he's one of the most <laughs> rah-rah Duke players that, that we've ever had in the NBA. I mean, he, he's yeah. always been pro-Duke. I, I, that's like trying to steal Rasheed Wallace's kids from UNC. It's not happening. It's, right. it's like, just, just accept it. Yeah, so the whole thing is kind of weird to me, man. So I'll be glad when it's over. Like, you thought I was happy when, when Connors was over, like, Yo, I need this to be over because the hemming and horn from Duke fans, it's unbecoming, man. Like it's just yeah. it's like I've gotten like a pretty good amount of like new Duke followers, and I see some of them whining, and I'm like, I'm about to unfollow you, dog. <laughs> like, and you don't need to follow me because like that's not what I'm about. Like, yeah, have some pride. Like, come on, man. And and some of them went there. I'm like, y'all, you're supposed to be Duke. Like, be arrogant. Yeah, exactly. You should know. <laughs> like, sell sell the know. program. The mystique of the program is, you know, chin high. Um, you know, shoulders back. Yeah, we're better than you. Like, that's, that's how that's how you carry yourself, and that's why no one likes us. And it's like you talking about we're gonna lose to Miami, one of the most famous Duke names. We're gonna lose his kids to Miami. Twins, <laughs> both of them. It's the the behavior is disgusting, and I'm just like I'm about to unfollow these people, man. I can't take it. Yeah. So anyway, that's what's going like on. With, that's what's going on with recruiting. <laughs> did they? Did the, did, they, did the twins even say that uh, they're open to going to different schools? I think. <laughs> did they say? I thought I might have read something mm, like that. They haven't said I, anything. Not, not that like, I believed it, but <laughs> they but. haven't said anything like that explicitly. It's just been like they don't. They've said shit like I don't know why everyone thinks we're a lock for Duke. Like oh. we're still going through the process and we're evaluating programs or whatever. And so, and the thing that kills me, all the insiders are telling, like, you know, the fans, they're like, this is from the board. And, you know, the board people don't like when you give away like what people pay for the inside information. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I pay my money, I'm gonna talk about it. Um so they're telling people, like, it's a two-horse race. It's Duke and Miami. And, like, that's where all the crying comes in because it's supposed to be, like, at this point, when they're, like, juniors in high school, they're supposed to to definitively say, like, Duke is where we're going. And that's not how it works. No. Nah. They're going to throw up this ruse and keep us engaged in their recruitment because that's how you build interest. So they can, you know, build it up and announce it on ESPN or wherever. Because Cooper was, I think, was supposed to be on ESPN. It was supposed to be a big announcement, but some madman went crazy and shot up people in Maine, and he was just like, man, let me just get this shit over with. It was just like real... Go ahead. uh, No, I'm saying also, it probably benefits them now in this uh, climate of NIL to prolong it, getting people watching their socials, getting people, you know, just get more eyes on them. 
so they can yeah. so they can parlay that into more money. Yeah, because if Miami fans are anything like us, like yeah, they'll be unfollowing like as soon as they <laughs> announce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, bro, like for some reason, like Henry Coleman came down my timeline. Like he was like <laughs> a powerful we got from Texas, like I think in like 2021. I th- well, oh, I think he came in the same class with Jalen Johnson and he transferred mm-hmm. to like Texas A&M because Duke football um, just lost his head coach to Texas A&M and Henry Coleman tweeted something about it. And I swear to God, like it took me a second. Like Henry Coleman, where have I heard that name before? Because a lot of <laughs> a lot of Duke fans were like retweeting it, and I was like Henry Coleman. I know a Henry Coleman, and like I saw, a, I saw a Duke fan, and they were like, they said something like, "I see Henry still bitter," blah blah blah. And so I typed in the name, and I saw man, I said, oh, I remember him. He was sorry. And then I just went on about my day. <laughs> That's how little I care once you leave, like, the program or you don't commit to the program. Like, I don't care about you, man. Unless yeah. I hate you, unless you really did us wrong, like Harrison Barnes, like the Black Falcon, who you know, <laughs> I'm going to just always be on, on his ass because he made K tune in. He made K download Skype, dog. And didn't commit to us. <laughs> like, bro, yeah, him and Roy knew what the deal was, and they made K dial into a Skype call knowing he was going to North Carolina. So was K and Roy on the Skype? With yes. Mr. Harrison? Yes. <laughs> I will relish in him not being an NBA All-Star. For the rest of my life. I'm mad he's even a serviceable player. I wanted him to be out of the league by like his fifth year. Like after his yeah, rookie contract. Out, after his rookie contract, I wanted him to be like a scrub. Like, nah, get out the league. But, you know, he's a good locker room guy. And occasionally he makes a corner three. So good for him. Yeah. <laughs> and they keep paying him. They really keep, keep paying him. Hey, bro. Him crazy, crazy guy. Like, what is he doing? Is he bro, must talk he, real good. What's he make? Yeah, he talked pretty good. <laughs> what's he make like 25 a year? Something like that. Oh, not see now. I gotta know. I can't just let this. Nah, yeah. <laughs> he's just signed a three-year $54 million contract. Okay, but the one before that was 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 good yeah. because he the people still thought he had potential and someone yeah. paid him. I think it was the Kings. <laughs> yeah. Him. He was making like 22, 20, yeah, 20 that, million. That was that was insane. But yeah. He's almost like, made $200,000. He's going to make $200,000 before his career. 200, 200 million. million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. And, you know. Insane. Now, see, when when he becomes, in, in 25 years, when he's like a, a Herman Cain type Republican, I'm a point that all all these Duke haters who always act like we get the MAGA dudes. Remember how all of them was whining about Cooper having a flaming pitchfork? Like I'm be like, yo, your your man, he look, he's a Republican now. Got got any comment? Because he definitely seems like the type. You listen to Harrison Barnes talk, bruh. Whew. I, I was just <laughs> Harrison, Harrison and Doug McDermott on the Republican ticket, bro. Bro, Harrison Barnes sounds like yeah, he would have all the rappers locked up, all of yeah. them. But anyway, speaking of the NBA, like how how are you guys looking, man? Uh, looking pretty good. Uh, Devin Booker came back off injury. He was a player yeah. of the week last yep. year, uh, last week. Um, who else is playing good? Uh, D Fox, I think he was player of the week the, the week before. So he's been cooking too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of our players are playing pretty well. Uh, looks like the Nuggets need Jamal Murray because they, they've lost a couple of games. So that works for my agenda. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, they do need them. <laughs> You know what? Then, uh, real quick, real quick aside on Jamal, I'm mad for him, and I guess for you, but 
I'm mad for me too because now I got to hear about why, uh, how uh, Jokic won another championship without an All Star. When Jamal would have oh, yeah. been, I think he would have <laughs> been in a, like because he's missing extended period now. Like he yeah. probably won't. He he gonna end up missing like probably twenty something, twenty plus games on the season. And yeah. so he he won't get any kind of accolades, and it's annoying the shit out of me. Yeah, and, it is. Like, and I don't, <laughs> I don't hate joking. It's just like I don't like when they use bogus, just bogus stats, and like they misrepresent events and decontextualize things to to push an agenda and try to heighten a player's legacy that don't really li- need it. Yeah, it doesn't need it at all. Like he's he's bro, it's, uh, it's bro like now this is the, the best basketball player in the world right now. Yeah, he's good. Jamal Jamal Murray was ranked by all the major sites and publications as like a top 15, 20 NBA player the, coming into yeah. the season. Now, why are you gonna go and say he joke is one without an all-star, man? Like why why y'all do this kind of stuff? That drives they me like crazy. That kind of That's like when they be like, LeBron went back to Cleveland and won a championship without another All Star because because Kevin Love was sorry. He he turned mm-hmm. into a mega bum that LeBron just planted in the corner and fed him like <laughs> a, a fucking a uh, a uh, uh, just a three point machine. Like he just turned into a machine that LeBron like threw the ball to and it just catapulted three pointers from the corner. That's all Kevin Love did. Yeah. And then Kyrie like hurt his um he hurt his kneecap from the previous finals. Mm-hmm. And so he came back in like late December that year. So of course he's not gonna make the all-star team. And they would they would just they love saying they're like LeBron won a championship without an all-star. And I'm just like, okay, fine. But that's what they're doing for Joe Joe just right now. And I hate it for Jamal Murray yeah. because like he he's like in his sixth year. Yeah, some six or seven. Yeah, and because of a serious injury, like he can't help his injuries. People still saying he's not an all star, no. but whatever. So just anyway. as long as he gets done in the playoffs. The other yep. thing is, uh, the the Wolves are playing well, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I'm all for the Wolves playing well because. They stay trying to break up the wolves. All these NBA media types trying to say, "Oh no, cat, he can't, he can't be the the alpha of a team. He needs, he needs to hand the reins over to Anthony Edwards." Cat, cat, care? <laughs> he, he he clearly just doesn't care. Like he just wants to win, and now and now they're winning. So what do they say about that? Yeah, now the cat. Uh... It's like a uh, cat uh, AD reverse roles like every two weeks, like yeah, <laughs> like cat who doesn't cat, have enough heart. Dog, cat be getting fried, and AD's doing like pretty well. And as soon as AD starts doing well, like um, I mean, students AD goes into a slump, like or has a bad game. Cat's like doing well, and it's just like. I just want both of them to play at the same time because they both get like overhated on. Yeah. It's crazy. Like even um like even all through the summer, they were hating on cat. Just because of podcasts. Yeah, man. I just wish people would just be honest about like it's rare that a player gets like the optimal situation that emphasizes and highlights his particular talents like the most incredible example of that i've ever seen is steph like remember i used to talk on okp like yo before clay we know what your man was he was with monte he was with monte looking stupid averaging 17 until they drafted clay and it's just like they turned, they built that team around him so perfectly. They gave him defenders and guys that set screen for him and like hit hit him defensively. Like Steph's situation has been perfect for like a decade, dog. And a lot of players don't get that. 
No, no way. Yeah, even Dame, it. as as much shit as we give Dame, like Dame just had free reign to use his talents to score um, and run a team as well as he could. And like he put up great stats. It didn't lead to winning, obviously, because because the team wasn't good. Like as much as I like to hate on Dame, like I know the team wasn't good enough. I'm like, I'm not going to use that against them, except when I need to. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but the team wasn't wasn't great, man. Like, Dame needs a defender to to hide him too. Like, he never had great def- yeah. perimeter <laughs> defenders. He's sitting next to CJ, just like him. <laughs> man, <laughs> CJ getting cooked, Dame getting cooked. <laughs> Both of them 6'3", 6'2", 6'3", getting shot over, posted up, cooked. That's why I was mad when uh, they they beat the Nuggets that one year. And the Nuggets were young their first year in the playoffs, but it, it was it was more so your guy, Rodney Hood. He, he, he bailed them out a little bit oh, on the Rodney. Trailblazers. Another one of my uh, in, injured dudes. Yeah, yeah blew, those injuries. He blew out his Achilles. He was just never the same again. Nah. Ugh. Big teeth, Rodney. <laughs> he was coming along too for a minute, and then he, hey, he those was, injuries. Hey, man, remember, uh, remember the year uh, when he went to Braun? Like Braun was like, "Man, we sorry, like we not good enough." And they brought in all these like spare part players, and Rodney was one of them. And Bronze, he tweeted out, "We got a squad now." Or something. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Rodney's helping. I said, "Oh my god!" No, I was scared. I said, "Oh my god!" They putting expectations on Rodney. I said, "He about to get blamed." <laughs> I said, "They about to blame my dude, man." And sure enough, they did all of that. They got to the finals. That was the year they beat Boston when um. When Kyrie was hurt and Terry Rozier like cooked all the way through the playoffs until they got to Cleveland and he decided to be Terry Rozier again. So <laughs> they in game seven. And I think Rodney did well that series. Man, you know the crazy Braun fans. They like, we gonna beat Golden State again. We don't need Kyrie. Man. Kevin Durant put so much foot in their ass, and they sure enough started blaming. <laughs> they started blaming Rodney. Blame Rodney. <laughs> I said, "See, I said I knew it." That's what you. I was so mad. I said, "Y'all blaming Rodney, man? This is crazy." But um, <laughs> oh yeah, man. Both of us uh, have reason to celebrate. Uh, we both our guys got Player of the Week. Definitely yeah, got it in yeah. the Western Conference, and, and Paulo got it in, in the Eastern Conference. I was surprised because Paulo's stats weren't like that outstanding, but he did have he was re- really efficient. Like all of his shooting splits went up. Like, um, I think he shot close to like sixty percent this past week, and he, his threes are going up like a lot. Like I think he's almost at like forty percent on on the year, and. He's almost at 20 points now, which is great. So by the time All-Star voting starts, I'm hoping he's at like 22. So if he's averaging like 22, 7, and 5 on a top three team in the East, yeah, my man's he, – he got to be an All-Star. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, he's definitely got to be an All-Star. I don't, yeah. I don't know who will get it over him in the in the East. Oh, I've assessed. so many forwards. I've assessed already, <laughs> and I tweeted it out. Like, <laughs> they try to force Jimmy Butler in there. I'm just... But Jimmy's a given because he's Jimmy, and you know they love Jimmy. I'm not look. I'm not even going to trick myself. But it's Giannis, Jimmy, Bam, Tatum. That's it. I don't want to hear nobody else of the front court players. Yeah. Oh, and then B. My bad. So that's Embiid. five. I don't want to hear nobody else. And I mean nobody. Like yeah. those boys in Toronto, they sorry. I don't want to hear nothing about Scotty or uh, Siaka. <laughs> yeah, Scotty. Don't, don't play, man. Don't play with me. I'm gonna go off. So I think I think we I think we're pretty good, man. I think we're all set. I think Paulo's gonna get up in there. He just got to continue. And um, I don't even mind. 
Look, I watched one game last week, man. Those German brothers were uh they were beasting. And I said, uh they were. I said, hey, we might we might need to keep them around. Because first <laughs> of all, first of all, the big blonde one, he's he's the enforcer. Big Moritz. Ma- yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. Big Mo is a beast. He was chumping up somebody. He got he ripped the ball out of their head and screamed at him and had a uh, and one. Man, I leaned back on my couch. I said, I said, oh my goodness. I said, we might have to keep him. Cause, they don't make the Euros like they used to when we were growing up. Tim and hey. Ass, Tony Kukoc, and Dino Rodson. Yeah, <laughs> take it easy. Hey, dog. dog, he ripped that ball out of that hand and screamed at him. I said, I like that. It was so funny, man. But, um, yeah, as long as long as they stay out of Paulo's way and make their shots when he passes them the ball, I'm good. But um, <laughs> that Cole Anthony, bro. Yeah, talk- I was about to say, how about Capoeira? Capoeira, Capoeira Cole. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good name. That's a solid name. I like that. <laughs> hey, bro, he is the most. This between is him. Terry Rozier. Um, who else a real bad patter? Terry gonna get the 20 at some Oh yeah. He's he, he, he gonna find a way for sure. Um I would say between those two, uh, I, I try to watch as much NBA as I can. Between those two, they're they're the worst patters in the league actively. Um, but yeah, Cole is he he's real bad, man. Like they played the other night, they were winning. They had the game one. Bro, he was taking the easiest layups. He was just leaking out. They were up by like 13 with like 50 seconds to go, and he just leaked out and got a layup. I, excuse me. CA, I was so disgusted, man. And I just I just tweeted out, I said like he got to go. I can't deal with this, man. Like, pass the ball, dude. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> run run the timeout. Because at that point, he had, like, 12 points. And in a span of, like, 30 seconds, he got up to, like, 16. And I said, see, he count, he, he on his average. Like, you can tell he watches stats. Because mm-hmm. I think he's averaging, like, 15 at this point. And I said, yeah, he wanted to get his average. He couldn't finish the game with 12. He just couldn't do it. And I said, yeah, he got to go. And he he never passed the ball to Paolo. It's just something I noticed. Like when I noticed Jalen Brown never passed the ball to uh, Tatum. He just he just doesn't mm-hmm. do it. It's not, it's not something he does. And I'm like, yo, like what's going on here? Like pass the ball, dude. So yeah, man, he gotta go. I, I don't think if Orlando is good like they seem to be, I'm not watching this come playoff time. So yeah, I think they need either Martell stay healthy or uh, or something, or maybe Anthony Black to to step up or improve a little bit. Because it looks like Suggs has <laughs> worked his way into. Uh, Top lottery pick now to uh, Avery Bradley defensive, hey, bro. defensive energy guy. So <laughs> Suggs is coming along. He is looking mighty yeah. fine, dude. Like he's a great defender already. He he's their yeah. best, he's their best on ball defender by far. And his shots coming along. Like he shoots it confidently with excuse me, confidently now. Like we'll work on it going in, but as long as you stepping into that bitch and you act like it's going in, that's a start. That's the start of some good things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you like, can't be scared to shoot, <laughs> bro. As long as you stepping into it and you can repeat the mechanics, and it looks like the same shot every time, I can deal with it. I'm good. Because eventually, that's you will find the range, man. It's like any yeah. other thing. It's like fucking playing darts. You ever play darts and you like find like 
Yeah, find you find that sweet spot. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's what the NBA shot is like. You figure out your mechanics, and you can hit the same spot or the general area over and over and over again. So Suggs is coming. He's coming along real good, man. Like I love that Orlando team, man. I pick yeah. him to go to the playoffs, but shit, top three in the East is much more than I expected right now. So <laughs> yeah, that, I didn't see that coming. Like, bro, they're like twelve. People were t- this is talking about them. What was it? Pat Beth talking <laughs> talking trash about yeah. the Orlando Magic earlier. <laughs> yeah, you put up two points a game. Relax, Pat. What? Yeah. And I can't wait to um, get a reaction out of uh, DeJounte Murray because I'm definitely going to tweet something at him if Orlando don't make – I mean, uh, the Hawks don't make the playoffs because he had, he got into that run oh. with Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps yeah, messing with him. Yeah. He keeps messing with him? Yeah. Yeah, he keeps saying stuff. Like, I watched him play earlier this year. I think the Hawks beat him. And he mm-hmm. made a play – I think he got an and one on Paolo or something. And he, yeah, he he screamed at him and like trying to kind of kind of played it up, but it was obvious like there's mm-hmm. friction still there. And I said, okay, I got your number. Like you know me, like I I, I remember, I yeah. still got agendas. I'm like, okay, I remember that. So I'm gonna try to get a reaction out of him because he the type that'll tweet back at you. So I'm gonna yeah, he was real good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm I got a few uh, tweets playing because I'm gonna get a reaction out of that dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for him to call me broke. I cannot wait. <laughs> like that's that's what I want. Like call me broke, dude. Because like yeah, you messing with my man. So, but anyway, I mean, uh, then, speaking of the Hawks, what's his name? Well. Over the weekend, Jalen Johnson. Hey, man. Yeah, he, he not had a couple of, like, not bad games, but statistically, like, not great games. Like, he was putting up, like, some 16 and 10, like a 22 and 11. Like, he was flying real high, but now, like, you know, he done kind of settled down a little bit. But, look, man, he's still – he's starting, and he's getting yeah. minutes, and I'm – I'm pleased with his progress, man. Like he's 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 solid. He's solid. But being at but being out three to four weeks, that's a that's not. Oh too good. shit! That's what you said. He hurt. What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he fell. <laughs> trying to, he fell try, uh, trying to dunk the ball. He's going a left See? wrist fracture. Oh my god. Can I just have? Yeah, I got him on a lot of my fantasy team. I got him on all of my fantasy teams. So I, I looked, I saw that. Oh, for Allen, I was like, oh, what happened here? See, we got Wendell Carter out with a wrist injury too. He got a broken wrist as well. Like, I mean, yeah. like, come on, man. Can I just have some healthy guys? Damn. <laughs> like, I swear to goodness. <laughs> Can anything go right for us? Anyway. Um, <laughs> what else? Like, go. Let's go back to college ball for a minute. Like, just looking at the All landscape. Right. Like, who we who we scared of? Who who looks good? I think Kansas I had a close call to tonight, and I'm generally not too infatuated with Kansas, so I'm not scared of them for sure. But but they already lost one game, didn't they? Yeah, they already That's lost one rankings. Yeah, and then they also it, almost lost to somebody. Like- Sorry tonight. Yeah, it was like Eastern Illinois. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn. Maybe, maybe UConn. I don't know. Yeah, UConn doesn't even have um, arguably their best player back, uh, Stephen Castle. Like he's not even back yet. So yeah, UConn looks good. I think Marquette looks good. Is that who Kansas lost to, Marquette? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Lost to Marquette. Yeah, Shaka, Shaka put it on them, dog. And um, Purdue, I, that's a size. I'm not thinking about Purdue. Like I have no respect. <laughs> yeah, <for them. laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, 
<laughs> Arizona, I'll respect only because they beat us, but Arizona is the kind of team that can quickly lose once conference play start a quick three out of four. Like, they're, they're that type, kind of team. Like, I don't believe in them. Yeah, but I'll give them a mention out of respect because we played like trash and we should have beat them, but we lost. I'm still mad we were winning with like 50 seconds to go and somehow managed to lose that game. But whatever. Like, I'm looking at the rankings and I'm like, Houston, do we care? No. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, no. I'm not going to care about Houston. <laughs> see, look, no. man. Y'all should not listen to us if you're looking for reasonable college basketball talk. <laughs> we're not reasonable. We're nah, just going we, like, dude, I go a lot off like pedigree and just history. Houston is not winning a national championship. They're not. No. When Baylor won, I thought the world was going to end. I was like, huh? Baylor? <laughs> What year is it? How did this happen? Because it was just so odd. Yeah. It didn't even look right. Yeah, I was like, how did Baylor, who did they beat for that that national title? Was it Gonzaga? Of of course, probably. (laughs) Probably. You talk about the world ending if they ever win one. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, man, looking at the top five, man, like, yeah. The only one I'm actually scared of, yeah, probably UConn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they have the pedigree that won last year. It's like, all right. We know know what they're about. And I don't want them to win two in a row. Then they really get out of control. Right. And I, I just hate that they keep winning different coaches and even Kevin Ollie. <laughs> Kevin Ollie won. <laughs> yeah. They got him in his, his thin ass mustache winning the Bro. championship. That's crazy. <laughs> Kevin Ollie, with that one championship, he can probably go from like mid major schools. For the next like thirty years of his life, like mid major schools, and then if he really needs to, he can start hitting up like MEAC schools for like you know <laughs> low six figures. Like he can go to Hampton and be like, "Look, y'all give me like four hundred thousand, I'll, I'll coach your team," and they'll do it too. Yeah, but he can live off that forever. Is what I'm saying. He can be awful because he is. You're not a good coach. Like he, they just got hot at the right time. Yeah, that's all right though. Um, what else we got to cover, hmm. bro? Let me see. I don't really have a rant. I don't oh, really I, have a rant at yeah, all. I, guess that was, <laughs> I used get on me because of uh, Jay Williams. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, talk, weeks talk ago, about but... Jay, man. Like, no, <laughs> I definitely think he overstepped, but I don't think it was malicious. Like Kentucky fans on Twitter were acting like it was a conspiracy. He was trying to get Wani up out of there, and I was just like, no, it's just typical. Like analysts, like you know, talking ESPN talking head, like just trying to like fill airtime and get something going. And he shouldn't have said it, but I didn't think it was malicious. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was malicious. I think he just got he, he just got way too ahead of himself. He just he just started talking and his brain started working. It was like, yeah, he could go to Louisville with his his uh, grandfather's uh, in the, in the program. I'm like, come on, Jay. It's only four four games into the season, right? You just added more fuel to the fire. And then it was already at a time where the fan base was thinking. Uh, do we really need uh, Wagner, or should we should we just uh, focus on Dillingham and Shepard? I was like, shut up. Right. That's, that's why. I, that's another thing why I never really want too many Kentucky kids because once a Kentucky a, Kentucky a native Kentucky kid gets on the team, they they dumb out on uh 
how much he should be playing, how many shots he should take, and stuff like that. So it's like, no, we need Wagner. We need we need all of them. I want all of them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think uh, I know. <laughs> I think Jay should probably shouldn't have said it just because, just because where they're at in the season and um, and it he was speaking like. I guess kind of like he knew something, and I guess some people might expect him to know something. And but yeah, I was just mad for a little yeah. bit, <laughs> but not really that bad. Yeah, the 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 casual, uninitiated fan who like don't have like our like years of experience listening to bullshit. They it's probably like younger people reacting to this, and they take like this shit as gospel. Yeah. but like, dude. These people don't know anything. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I say anything, bro, like sometimes I just hear people say stuff. It's like when uh, Duke fans let uh, Frank Isola, like I think he writes for like the New York. Is it Newsday? I, is it Newsday or see the post. post? I think I, I think he's at the post. But anyway, he was like, "Yeah, I, I hear." My sources are telling me that Cooper Flag is going to UConn, and I said, "Shut up, Frank! Like you don't know you anything. Don't know. <laughs> like your sources, like you, you don't heard, you don't heard the rumors like everyone else. Like, like these rumors like compound themselves, and then people just start repeating stuff, and it's like based on like a false rumor, like that some like know nothing started in his basement, like probably just out of." boredom just to see if it'll see yeah. if it'll take off and it does and it reaches like someone like frank isolo or jay williams and they repeat it and then like again the uninitiated fan will like have a fit about it and it's just like nothing there so yeah i'm with you i'm i'm glad Wani had a good game when i saw like that he had a good game i was i was like relieved i was like because He's good. Like and Kentucky fans shouldn't be acting like, oh, we, we missed on one. Like, no, he just <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, just no, give it some time. Like, yeah, some some kids have a problem adjusting to, you know, the speed of the game and stuff. It's like, you know. Yeah, speed is different. Fine. You got to share the ball. There's bigger players you're playing against. There's exactly. other athletes on the on the other team. Exactly. You know, it's it's an adjustment. Exactly. So yeah, he'll he'll be fine. Like, and once he has like that big game in a big game, yeah, yeah. his his talent will be apparent. And because he like started dropping down some mocks and stuff, and I was just like, oh boy, here comes the overreaction. Like <laughs> y'all y'all just gonna push him back up once he has like the big game. So chill. Yeah, and it's and it's not like Cal's not gonna play him or even sit him. I mean, that's Dewan Wagner's son. He's like Cal. Right. If Cal is anything, he's loyal. He's gonna he, he's gonna he might he might lose a championship having faith in DJ Wagner. I mean hey, bro. I, I would not be I would not be surprised. He's like, nah, you gotta keep shooting. Gotta keep shooting. People people and, and I, I can't be mad at that. People don't realize like even coaches that are that great and you know like who win at that level like personal feelings still enter into it like mm-hmm. I swear we lost we lost a national championship in 98 when he refused to play William Avery over Wojo and everyone, oh, yeah, know, yeah. everyone knows it <laughs> everyone knows it I was like this is I was looking around like oh yeah yeah Wojo could go our way and turn and keep doing it but but Chris, the thing about uh, it, the thing about it is, it was before that game. That that game was just the culmination of a long season of we have this kid right there on the bench. I mean, William Avery was still getting minutes, but it was like fifteen minutes a game, and it's nah, just like. Yeah. But when he gets in, he's electric. Like, bruh, what are you doing? Yeah. He's the best shooter. He was on like the team, Dame Lillard, like almost back then. Bro. Even, even that, even the last second shot that game against y'all, where he took him like half court. I was like, oh, he's gonna make this, isn't he? Yeah, he gonna try to put him yeah, in but... when we got in trouble. You know, oh, I better, I better put him <laughs> in. Like, come on, nah. 
it's too late now because Wayne Turner done he done carved us up and they had all the momentum. So, but yeah, yeah. like even 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 the great coach K, personal feelings have interfered with with some of his lineups and rotations, man. Like he cannot help it. And you know, Kyle has probably done the same thing over the years. Like he just gotta play his favorites. It happens, man. Yeah, um, that's what it's all about. I mean, they're building relationships, and they are children as well. So it's like they have yeah. a, they have a really close bond with all these kids. And I think like coaches know um, that some kids can take it, like being in the doghouse, or like having less minutes, like doing more with less. Yeah. Like right now, like I feel like Caleb Foster should be starting. Um, mm-hmm. but he gets he gets the same amount of minutes as everyone else. But other than like Proctor, um, Flip and um Roach, everyone else like kind of splits time and it all kind of balances out. Like everyone else is playing like 20 to 25 minutes. But I, I really feel like Foster should be playing like closer to like 35 minutes a game, seriously. Yeah, but I think I think it's just a matter. And the season just started. I think it's just a matter of like John's probably bringing him along slow, and he knows like mentally Foster can deal with um not being a starter and not getting all those minutes early in the season, and just allowing himself to develop. So coaches know their players, but sometimes it's just like blatant favoritism, dude. Exactly. Like fucking Greg Paulus over Nolan Smith that first year. Like disgusting. <laughs> disgusting, man. Anyway, bro. Greg was Greg was tough and tenacious. Greg is actually an outcast in the program. Like, I will say this, man. If people if 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 Kentucky listeners want to have something to use against Duke, I will I will tell y'all a family secret. Um Nobody likes Greg Paulus. And that is that is a fact. <laughs> no one fucks with him. That's true. And I'll just leave Why it. Why that? Bro, I'm not gonna name no All names. Right. I have talked to two, I've talked to a Duke coach and a Duke player who played with him. No one likes Greg Paulus. And I'll leave it at that. He just he was an asshole, man. Like, bro, you know how good you have to be to question everyone else's heart and be like a rah-rah kind of dude and and have the nerve to be sorry? You have to be Christian Leitner to do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because when it's coming from someone who's sorry, it's annoying and you're an asshole. (laughs) So that's why no one likes him, that's, man. Like he he burned a lot of bridges, man. He was talking crazy. That's why I always had my doubts about Marcus Smart. <laughs> See, that's a, you you tweeted it, and I just I just bust out laughing because <laughs> you know how I felt. Like everyone was blaming uh, Kyrie for when everything went south that year. Yeah, bro. And I said, look at my old tweets. It was Marcus and Jalen. Marcus and Jalen, that's who it was because they were fighting over playing time. Both of them were coming up for con- for contracts. It was Jalen's rookie deal was ended. He wanted his contract. And it all started because Brad Stevens inserted um, Gordon Hayward back into the lineup coming off of that broken ankle when he clearly wasn't ready. He was not better than Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown should have been starting. And they argue Back over playing, bro. They argue over playing time the whole season. The whole season they were arguing on the bench. Him and Marcus Morris was about to fight. Jalen and Marcus Morris was about to fight. I'm not lying about that. Y'all go pull up a clip. I'm Marcus sure. Morris, Marcus Morris, Jalen Brown, timeout, Boston Celtics. Yeah, they about to fight. <laughs> I think Marcus is the one that choked up Arch Good on that one yeah. time. <laughs> 
And, and it ended up all come, but everyone blamed Kyrie because he had that infamous interview. Where he was like, yeah, man, I had to call Braun because these young boys wilding. Like, I see what Braun was going <laughs> through. And everybody was like, he should have kept that in-house and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but y'all the ones being assholes. Like, I'm not trying I'm to blame that. Yeah. And I had it when, like, reports came out. Um, and this one, when he was still with the Celtics, they said he was mad because they had a trip to Florida and they had just gotten blown out in um, Miami. And some of the players decided to stay an extra night. And Kyrie was like, look, we got a back-to-back in Orlando tomorrow. We will lose that game, too, if y'all go out partying. They went out partying, lost to Orlando, too. Orlando was sorry, and they lost to them, too. I said, yeah, he leaving. I said, he couldn't get wait. He couldn't wait to get out of Boston, man. Yeah, especially in Boston, too. So anyway, yeah, Greg Paulus, yeah, not not in the brother, not in the brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, was he at the was he at K's final game? You didn't show up, bro. I don't know, but the, that's the thing. K love K love Greg Paulus. Yeah, you know K supports all that. You know, rah rah. I'm a Duke guy. I'll slap. Oh, floor. of course. I'll slap a I'll slap a floor like that's all Greg Paulus could do. Like grit his teeth and be like, I'll slap the shit out of the floor. But how about you make a three pointer <laughs> when we need it? Like, can you do that? <laughs> not turn the ball <laughs> over, right? Get somebody easy basket. Do not something. get, bro. Not get torched. How about that? Just don't yeah. get torched. But yeah, he was. He was. He was a terrible player, man. Um, I think we're good, man. I think we covered everything. Yeah. This is a good episode, man. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah. All right, man. Um, all the games <laughs> are all the games are off, right? I think I can just go to bed. Yeah, no, I think so. Nah, sacking. Yeah. Go to state is playing. I'm gonna watch that because I think y'all is, gonna come back. Is that a blowout though? Nope. I think y'all gonna come back. That's only what seventeen. Oh yeah, that's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah, so NBA. <laughs> yep, I think I'll stay up and watch that. But uh, yeah, man, I'll, right. I'll see you around. All right, yeah, I'll holler. All right, man, peace. Have a good night. All right, later, peace. Later. You too.